welcome to Spreading the Good Stuff, a podcast for regional women who want to thrive in their work, wellness, family and community. We share stories of triumph, challenge, growth and change in business and in life and offer helpful insights and advice to empower you to live your best life, however that looks for you. Welcome back to Spreading the Good Stuff, um, episode seven. Thank you for joining us. Today we're talking about busy and how that looks for us and um, and the negative impacts it can have. So um, it's probably going to be a bit of a um, an interesting conversation that I'm sure will take us to many places. But um, I know for me, busy is something that I find sometimes um, tricky because our lives can be busy, particularly when we work and we have children and we, you know, want to do all these amazing, wonderful things. We live in a really busy community with so much happening, but now and then you just, I just feel like, you know, you need to stop and just take a breath. And that's hard to do when um, you've got too much on the schedule. Um, I know even when my kids were little, like, you know, you wanted just to get out of the house and, you know, um, you know, locking lots of play dates and, you know, birthday parties and all that stuff. But mm. I feel like as I've got a little bit older, maybe a little wiser, I've, you know, started to say no a lot more, which is which is really tricky. Um, you know, even for the kids, they want to do everything because their friends are doing it. And But I know for me when I'm too busy, I just – I'm not as mindful as I need to be, particularly from a you know, parenting point of view or awareness of maybe what's happening with your, the people closest to you. You just get really busy and – and you get very reactive. So um, I know that being too busy has, has a negative impact on my life. And um, But again, like you know, we've talked about in previous episodes, it's a work in progress. Like it's not really a destination to be not busy. Because mm. I have people say to me every day, oh, you're so busy and you're doing mm. all this stuff. And you're like, yeah, I am, but I'm not too busy. You know, like mm. I try and – because it can be a badge of honour, like, oh, so busy, you know, um, as, as we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. So um, – yeah, it's an interesting one. Lee, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I completely agree with everything that you've said. And I think um, busy is obviously different for everybody. So, you know, we could all sit here and say that we have a busy life, but it depends what you're comfortable with mm-hmm. and what you can manage and what – and I think we all probably as we get older get to a stage where we know what our limits are. Um, sometimes we reach them and pass them and, mm. you know, we, we know that we need to pull our, ourselves back. But definitely for a long time I think people have worn that busy label as a badge of honour. But I reckon there's a real shift mm. against that at the moment. I'm seeing that. Uh, I know for myself when I ask people how they're going and the answer is, oh, I'm really busy, um, it's people often quantify or want to qualify that after they've made the statement. I think people are thinking about it more, thinking Mm -hmm. about what it means when they say it. I know I do, and sometimes I fall into the trap, but when somebody asks me how I'm going, even often if I'm feeling really, really busy and got lots on my plate, I actually try and steer away from using the word now. Mm -hmm. Not because I'm lying, but because, I don't know, it just doesn't, doesn't work for me. It doesn't serve me. I feel like... I'm the kind of person that really likes to live a full life and have lots going on. Uh, So that's more often than not my choice. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't then want to turn around and and make it sound like a negative thing that I've got all this stuff happening because it's not. Mm. And I do know better and better as I'm getting older 
uh, what I can deal with and what I can cope with and when it all becomes too much for me and I need to pull back. And like you said, Christy, I think I'm getting better at saying mm. no. I've struggled mm. with that for oh, a I... long, long time. And we all have FOMO, Serious case of FOMO. Yeah, yes. exactly. But um, I think I've learnt now through saying no enough times that it does open up space for other things, um, whether it's just doing nothing or just having that little bit of time for some self-care and doing something for yourself. When you do say no, it's really empowering and, um, yeah, it's something that I am probably consciously trying to do more of and it is really hard because you don't want to let people down. But I also would prefer to be the kind of person that says no from the outset than yeah. to say yes to something and then pull out down the track. Yes. It's something that I try really hard not to do. Um, yeah. And once you experience that, you know, for want of a better term, JOMO, is that what they call mm, it now? The joy, joy of missing yes. out, which is ridiculous. But it's, yeah. once you've done that a couple of times and the joy of just having that extra time yes. because you say no to something yeah. is awesome, mm. you know. Oh, absolutely. I so, feel so proud of myself I know, when I say no. It's not easy, yeah. I'm, I'm really well I'll, I'll go back to my experience but that's one thing I'm really working on because I'm really bad at saying no mm-hmm. as and I'll always say yes and then it gets to the day I was just having this conversation with someone this morning and I'm like why did I say yes to this mm. now I'm stressed out I gotta try and organize all of this stuff I don't really want to do this why did I say yes so really trying to say no first and then you know you can always change your mind and say mm. yes mm. once you've had a proper think about it yeah. like don't automatically go to yes I'm working on that but I guess in, so. My experience and my journey has been that I got myself to be in a position where I was way too busy. Mm. Uh, uh, moving back to um, to Barham, getting involved, like starting a new business, getting involved with setting up farmers market, food group, having kids, just going crazy, like wanting to be on every community group yeah. possible. Yeah. Things were crazy, and and that was at the time when my mental health wasn't quite right. I didn't have tools in place, mm. so I just remember feeling out of control. Perfect storm. Perfect storm. <laughs> And I didn't have the awareness to realise. I was just like, yes, I can do everything, you know. So, yeah, yeah. But then went through this whole uh, period of, yeah, just um, just sort of um, having that awareness of what's going with, with my mental health mm-hmm. and working on all that, starting meditating and then just realising, whoa, yeah, just taking that big self-reflection of things were too busy yep. mm-hmm. um, and just really making a conscious effort to stop doing so much and that's mm-hmm. been really awesome. And, and even... And again, it is that journey, like I'm getting better and better at it, but having Henry, having the fourth baby, I really made a conscious effort to just say, no, not going to do too Mm, much at all. I'm just going to enjoy this Mm -hmm. first six months and um, really make a big effort to stop being busy. And exactly what you guys said, it's like a badge of honour, you know, how are you? It's like a greeting. How are you? Oh, I'm busy. Really busy. Busy. And and everyone wants to say to me, oh, you must be so busy. It's like, well, actually, no, I'm not at the moment. Um, I don't what's feel happening? really busy. Yeah, it's what's happening, but it's all under control. Yeah. And I loved Deepak Chopra actually has an awesome quote. Um, what is it? My body is busy, but my mind is not. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's just awesome. I was yeah. like, that's, that's, and that's the difference, isn't it? Yes. And yeah. that's where, because everyone sort of say, says to him, oh, you're all over the place. He's all over the world. But and I think that's where mm. I'm trying to get to. I don't think I'll ever be as blissed out as Deepak, but it's just, that's what it's about. It's about working out what you can cope with mm. and how, and keeping your mind yep. comfortable and calm. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and, and I guess it's, it's an ebb and flow thing. Like you go through periods where I don't know myself, I'll take on a bit much and then I go, Oh, hang on. You know, I'm pushing myself too far. I've got to step back a bit. So it's a, it's a constant journey and constant working out what you can cope with. And at different times you'll be able to cope with more. 
you know, but it's Definitely. having that awareness to realise when things are awareness getting too out of control for you. Yeah. And I think the language we use, again, when it, when it does become just a, a default greeting, mm. we've got to be careful that by using that kind of word all the time and, and that language inside our own heads that then we don't think that we are so much busier than what we are. Mm. I think that what I was probably getting at before too is that by not using that when someone asks you, even if you have got lots happening, it's just flicking it and it's changing that mindset. And I think often the people that have got lots and lots going on and living really full lives and involved in lots of things, they're often the people who don't say that I'm busy. Mm. Because they're probably comfortable with it. Because I guess, like, why is it? Why are we saying it's not good to be busy either? Yeah. Like, so what, you know, I guess yeah. we, we probably should have a conversation about that. Like, why is it that we're saying that we don't want to be too busy yeah. anymore? It's because we know that it's not yep. really good for us. And, yep. I mean, and again, mm. it comes down and to a very a personal thing, it what does. you can cope with personally and how good your mind is coping with it all. But, like, I know for me, I couldn't – it wasn't healthy for me to be busy. All yep. the things that you said, mm. Christy, I don't spend enough time with the kids then and then the whole house becomes chaotic and I'm not putting time into Tim and, yeah. you know, so I can't cope with that busy. And I think that the research shows that that's the same for a lot of people. Mm. Like, we're in this state of just constant busy, mm. which multi, is not good for yeah, us. Multitasking, which actually doesn't, you know, doesn't serve. Well, they say it's that you can't actually multitask. Exactly. You need mm. to focus on it. doesn't exist. Exactly. And I know for me, being too busy makes me resentful for the stuff I don't get to. You know, like... Mm-hmm. I've got like a um, like a little compost bucket in my kitchen um, and like when I have days where I know it's full and I just haven't got time to empty it, which is literally a three-minute job, yes. I just get to the end of the week and I am just like going, this is crazy. Like yeah. how can I not have time to empty a compost bucket? Yeah. And not just resentful of the stuff you're not getting to, you can find yourself resenting the things that you are doing <sighs> that are wonderful things, whether yes. it's something you're doing for your community or with your family. As soon as you start resenting those things that you shouldn't feel that way about them, then you know that you're in strife. I remember, um, was it the year before last, Imagine the Possibilities conference, and the keynote speaker that day was Kemi Megafield, the raw beauty queen and an amazing life coach and has lots on her plate. And I was emceeing the day and I remember asking her when she arrived or having a conversation and then saying, gosh, how do you do it? You must just be so busy. And as soon as the word came out of my mouth, I instantly regretted it, but I laughed because she just looked at me and she, with this, you know, deadpan, really serious face, said, I don't do busy. (laughs) (laughs) And I just loved it. And she followed on from that in saying, everything that I do is a choice and I love what I'm doing. And yes, I've got lots happening, but you know that, that that is my choice so I take responsibility for it and and it's, it's not a negative thing yes um, because it can become that negative too but sometimes you're comfortable with your level of yeah, yeah busy and that's people it's yeah, comfortable. And, and it's that judgment of oh you must have some, how do you do it all mm. you know but yep. sometimes it's like well it's okay I've got it under control so it's that real it does it's very personal and where we talk about that badge of honor that's you've just captured it there and what you said when people then say to us, oh, how do you do it all? You're amazing. It's like we, we get hooked on, yeah. on yes. that. It's like an addiction to being busy yeah. rather than rather – because we don't necessarily then say – because, okay, that really crazy busy person might be actually missing out on spending mm. quality time with their yeah. family or their whole – you know, their, their life's – you know, and I felt like that, where it's all yeah. out of control. People are going, oh, you're doing amazing things, but actually your life's out of control. Yeah. So if, <laughs> if your response had been to somebody, you know, how you're going and your response is, yeah, nothing happening, Super real, chilled. just nothing going on in my life. <laughs> <Bored>. <laughs> 
Hello. Is the person you're speaking to going to say, oh, you're amazing? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yes. This is that real judgment. I probably um, would at the moment if I heard someone say So would I. Yes. I think I'm at the place where I would go, oh, that's awesome. That sounds fantastic. fantastic. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I know. And I think it's just that you, you know that, you know, well, for me, busy creates stress in my life too. Yeah. Like I'm not a particularly stressed person, but no. when I'm busy, like I'm stressed on the inside. Mm-hmm. And then everyone wears it. And and my mm. neck, I feel it in my neck more mm. than anything, you know, like, cause you, you feel stressed physically, you know, as much yeah. as emotional. And um, it's just that kind of knowing that you're at that line and, and I, I might've been Kemi or someone else once said too, like when you say no, and she's very firm on the, on the no, like, you know, know when to say no or mm. know when to say can I get back to you rather than just yes. the knee jerk reaction? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, what time? Mm. Be there, whatever. Mm. You know, and because as soon as you say no to something, it then creates space for something that, that might be more important mm, or, more or leaves room for something that you need. You know, mm. if a family member needs you or, you know, one of your kids has had a particularly tough week, you just need to be there for them. And when you're busy, you can't, you don't get that time back. You know? And, you know, that's when sometimes you can really come unstuck when you're busy. That's a, in terms of the kids. So it only takes one one of your kids to get sick for a day oh, or something. Yeah. Or you get sick and you just realise everything is on a, such a tight I thread. Know, and exactly. it all just falls apart. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you haven't got any space for anything yeah. to go wrong. I think that's when you know you're at that the wrong side of busy. You know, and it's it's that, out of control. Absolutely. And it's that white space, building in mm. those pockets of white space. And I think that is getting increasingly difficult for people to do at the moment because mm-hmm. no one... I think with our phones and the way we are so connected, no one has downtime or three minutes. If you do have three minutes of white space, you pick up a phone. You Google something. You, you do, yeah. yeah. Empty your compost bucket. Yeah. <laughs> Ideally. But, you know, yeah, it is. It's, it's a real catch to me too, isn't yeah. it? It really is. And, um, and there's no easy answer, but I think it's just that awareness around, you know, um, of just having that buffer yeah, is that the word for it so. buffer and it's Maybe. the awareness of getting to know what you can cope with yeah. and what works for your family and what you mentally can deal with before it's at that tipping point of yep. being out of control mm-hmm. yeah and just and just stopping and thinking well is this busyness good for me is it mm. serving me is it serving my family and prioritizing stuff too like you know sometimes you think the world can't cope without you you know yeah like, oh, hello yeah. you're not exactly that important. like i know yeah. i'm like that like even that on the last school holidays, you know, I had a whole week off social media and my, my email and, like, I was in panic mode, like, going, oh, my God, oh, my God, like, you know, I'm not going to be responding and whatever. I had, like, an out-of-office out of, out of office thing, but I still felt like I was not across it. Then I got to about day three and went, you know what, like, I'm not that important. You no. know, like, <laughs> the world doesn't need me for a week, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of that, right, prioritizing what's really important. And, yes, there are things that are important that you need to get done, particularly if it's work stuff, but... Everything still has an order, you know, mm. of what needs to be done first. And I think we put too many things up the top, you know, even like um, prioritizing lists. And I think it was on the Slow Your Home podcast um, very early in, in the in that on that podcast. They talked about just making a list of things and just having a list of three things mm. to do every day. Yes. And you kind of think, well, that's all very well, but I've got a list of 400 I things I need to yeah. do. Still have that master list, but just... Think about doing three things, not mm. 300 things, because mm. we're never going to get all those things done on our list every day, particularly if you have a, a child gets sick or someone mm. needs you or whatever, you know, and I find that that's, 
I know that that's what I should do and, and I try and do that yeah. as much as I can, but it's still really hard. And you're not as productive no. when you are busy. spiraling well, out of control. Yeah. And Tim and I were actually having this conversation. He was saying how he was getting stressed out because he'd start the day with, you know, say five things on his list. And if he didn't get all of them done, it was stressing him out. So now what he started doing is just taking two things off yeah. at the start of the day. <laughs> just yeah. saying, all right, well, I want to get these five things done, but I know I'm only going to get not three. Gonna get so I'm just going to take them yeah. off right now because... You can get that sense of then getting depressed if you don't. Well, you set get yourself up for failure too, don't you? Mm. Yes, but and and then also I think it's also acknowledging that there will be times in your life where you are. You just have to be busy. Like you might be expanding your business, or you've got little kids, or you know, the, and then things will be mm. you know technically busy. But then it's um, which we can spend a whole other episode talking about is those things that you can do to take time to slow down. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I guess now we could probably move into some, some tips on how to sort of recognise that you're too busy mm. or to stop yourself from yeah. being too busy or we'll all give some advice on, or what we've experienced has worked for yeah. us and how we got to that point of kind of... Yeah. Yeah, so, Lee, if you want to start with... Yeah, and I like that um, recognising that times in your life will be busy. I think for a long time we got hooked up on this idea of work-life balance and <laughs> trying to... Unrealistic. Yeah, striving for... <laughs> Striving for that elusive balance, uh, and I know I got caught up in it, but lately something that's helped me so much more than thinking about the balance is just knowing that whether you look at life as seasons or however you want to look at them, there are stages where we are on a bit of a sprint and other times when we're on more of that, that slower kind of marathon uh, and knowing that that's okay, like that next week if I have a look in my diary, I've got a heap on because I've got a whole lot of de- deadlines. So I am going to have to go yep. pretty hard and pretty fast and it will be a busy week. Uh, but then recognising that it is that way and then try my best to ensure that I build in some, you know, slower pockets around that for that, you know, at the end of it or um, just trying to pull back where I can is probably something that's helped take the pressure off mm-hmm. in knowing that oh gosh my life's not feeling balanced at the moment my work-life balance but that's okay but as soon as you take that pressure mm. off you're not feeling like you're failing mm. yeah. yes and that's probably one of the biggest things you feel like you can't do anything well mm. like you just feel like you've been pulled in lots of different directions and and you might not be you know kicking all the goals in your work life or you might have kids that are struggling and you feel like you're not there to help them and yeah. or you're ignoring your husband or mm. your partner and, and you just you know you feel like you're not doing anything well you know exactly. but I think there's also that acceptance that you probably will never have 100% to give to any area mm. in your life and and again I think in, in that in the slow your home um, on the podcast their book destination simple talks about leaning into things you know or tilting mm-hmm. i think is the word tilting. she uses yep. tilting to which area needs you this week because you can't get to the week and go well i'm not going to have time to deal with that mm. this week because i'm too busy mm. yeah with work stuff well the life doesn't work that way you know yep. not with your kids no <laughs> or just with you know um with yeah anything but i know for me um just saying no to stuff and not feeling like i have to be at mm. the opening of an envelope which i used to do really badly yeah <laughs> And now I'm a bit more like, you know, you can't do everything. But in, in a community like, for example, where mm. Lee and I live here in Chukamama, there's always so many things to support and contribute to. And I you think know, that's the case for any regional is, community. Yeah, Everyone's yes. yeah. so involved. And you want to help every, everyone and do everything. But you've just got to find, you know, areas where, you know, um, where you can perhaps help without having to go to everything. Because mm-hmm. going to everything is exhausting mm. yes and, um, and then you become resentful and you wish you hadn't have committed to that thing mm. that you wanted to support so you just got to find that sweet spot and mm. keep kind of you know 
and realizing that that sweet spot shifts all the time. Yes. Mm. Yeah. That that would be my um uh, my big tip. Same as what you guys said is learning to say no. Yeah. Um, but just doing a bit of a stock take and a bit of an assessment of where you're up to and saying, okay, well, how am I feeling? Am I coping with this? Um, and look for some signs like are the kids going okay? Is my husband okay? Yeah. How am I feeling? Do I feel stretched? Am I exhausted? Being a bit self-reflective, and I think that's what I had to do. And just really, yeah, stopping and thinking, seeing where you're up to and if you are coping. And if you're not, look at what you can mm. cut out. Can you cut back on some things? I know I harp on about meditating, but, you know, think about starting some meditating. Yeah. That's a really great thing to get you in the moment and slow you down. Mm. Even if it's just five minutes, that's five minutes a day when you stopped. And, mm. yeah. you know, I've talked about before when I first started meditating and I was like, how am I going to find five minutes? Mm. I just thought that would be impossible because I was that busy, yep. Yep. busy and in inverted, you know. <laughs> um, but now I can do 40 minutes a day, mm. you know. Yeah. So it's really, uh, yeah, just taking that time to stop and assess where you're up to in your life and thinking about, um, I mean, maybe you're fine. You might be ticking along thinking, yeah, I've got things under control. Yeah, but- and I remember hearing um, an interview with someone once who, you know, are really busy, but they said they were busy in a mindful way. So yes. you, you actually can, you know, be busy, but be busy in a really mindful mm. way. You can have a really full life with mm. lots going on, but you're not doing it just because you feel obligated yep. or mm. you are doing it in a mindful way. You're, you're aware that you're busy, but you kind of, you know. But it's okay. You, you can cope with it. Yeah. Your mental health's yep. there. So that's it. So I would say, you know, Number one, just take an assessment of where you're up to. And if you're feeling out of control, mm. take some steps. Think about what you can do to change that. Start saying no to a few things. Mm. Think about what's, you know, your priorities, what's really essential. Yep. Um, and always come back to that. You know, I think it's really important to focus on your core family. Like your yeah. family's really important. And if you're saying yes to something else, you're probably saying no to your to family. Them. So yeah, that's a good little indicator if, you know, of yeah. how things are going. So that would be, yeah. yeah. The thing I find challenging myself uh, when I am busy and when things are a little bit out of kilter is that that's when I often let go of the things that help me to, to slow down, mm-hmm. the things that I really need, whether it's my exercise yes. or my meditation or... Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> not eating properly, not yeah, getting enough that, sleep. Yeah, that kind of stuff yes. is you, you let it go. And I know I've said before at times when I have had a lot on my plate and, you know, my sister, who's a great mentor to me, will often say, you know, you're meditating or these sorts of things or she'll give me something, to another thing to try out and I, I'll say, but it's another thing to add to my to-do list. Yeah. And I know as soon as you're I saying that it. meditation or one of those things yeah. is added to a to-do list, that's when you know that you're in strife yes and you've got to pull back because those things just need to become non-negotiables and i think i've definitely got better at that but another probably piece of advice that i have and i can't remember now where i heard it it may have been Brene brown um but it was really around um multitasking and -hmm. particularly i mean i'm sure it's the same for everyone and for me who's someone who freelances and works from home and often the, the the lines between work and home life can be quite blurred and I'd be finding, you know, kids would get home from school or they'd, you know, be home with me when they were younger and I'd be trying to do work and they'd be needing me and I'd be under mm. pressure from a deadline and they'd be talking to me and I'd be just managing the whole thing badly and not giving the kids my attention or the work my attention. Whereas I learnt now, and I do it all the time, is if the kids come to me and I'm in the middle of something, is to not just half listen to them and give them an answer that I'm not even hearing them and they know that I'm not hearing them. <laughs> I will stop and say, right now... I have to finish this deadline that I'm working on. It's going to take me five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever that time may be. 
But as soon as I have finished that, you will have my full attention, I promise you. Yeah. But I need to finish this. And yes. that has helped take the pressure off me massively and feel like a much, much better mum because I was beating myself mm. up over that. And that, you know, at times when life was busy and there was lots happening, I would really fall into that trap and I would really beat myself up about it. And now that was just, I honestly can't remember where I heard it, but that is been a huge help for me oh, i've done exactly the same thing i used to try you know the kids would be home i'd still have the laptop out and i'd be trying to do everything all at once and it just it just stresses you out so well now i really make a conscious effort that as soon as the kids get home the computer goes away mm-hmm. but like you Sometimes if there is can't. something that you just have to get done you just say to the kids be right honest. i'll yep. be 10 minutes we'll yep. put the timer on yeah and that timer goes off i'm all yours absolutely yeah and, it, it and how just, good do you feel oh and, it, and they don't mind i mean they can wait 10 minutes yeah, of they can it's fine of course. you're it's much better Ignored, it's exactly. much better to be present in speaking to them Absolutely. than to be doing one thing and giving them an answer. That's exactly, not even what they're asking. Yeah, yeah exactly. and and you know, like for but that's a work in progress. Sometimes I don't get that, you know, nail it, but that's what we work towards, and mm. I and that has been a very useful tool for mm. me as well. I really like that. Yeah. So cool. being aware, yes, being aware is a huge thing. Mm. But yeah, trying to separate the two—that's a big thing as well. I think just you know, when you're with the kids, you're with the kids. Don't try to be. Yes. working on the laptop and talking to the kids and doing everything all at once that multitasking and as women mm, <laughs> I not even you know your husband friends or family or, yeah know, like it's I'll easy put that phone down when I you're know. talking to yeah. somebody <laughs> and, and we all know how lovely it is if someone gives you their full attention exactly. yeah. you know my husband's really good at that Tim's great he will when he's talking to you he's talking to you yeah you know he's not on the phone doing other that's things that's almost a lost art I was going to say oh. that is a skill and so I've made a big effort to try and consciously do that as well yes. just put the phone right away there's lots of research that says even if the phone's in the same room it's oh, distracting yeah, but no. yeah we could, and all, we could all be better at that absolutely mm-hmm. so yeah put the phone away just focus on one thing at a time that's another really good yeah. tip definitely probably uh, a good spot to wrap up yeah i think yeah. so and i think that busy is obviously a bit of a can of worms as we've discovered you know to, to talk about it and, and and it looks different for all for of everybody. us so we love um you guys to you know share your thoughts about mm-hmm. what busy looks like for you and and what you do to to combat that we will be shifting our attention to slowing down in our yes. next episode, so mm-hmm. the, which is a really nice sort of um, follow-on from this episode. Um, we're going to talk about what we're loving. Yeah, we might week. before we go. Yeah, we'll just talk it. about yes. things that we love. And I might start with um, a online meditation course that I've been doing. Well, I did a couple of weeks back now. It's finished by now. Um, by now with um, Oprah and Deepak Chopra. So it's a twenty-one day meditation and i know lee you're doing it as well so yeah that would be, do you know yeah <laughs> what do you love about that yeah place? i was gonna I we s- talked about it yeah. i pinched yours sorry no that's all right we, I, we, <laughs> we all love it we're, we're all, all doing, doing it. it so we probably could all just devote the next few minutes yeah, to talking no, about that something else so you go um yeah so it's a free 21 day meditation which oprah and deepak run i think four times a year yeah. three or four times yeah. a year um but if you subscribe to to that meditation to their website you get a notification each time the 21 day meditation is coming up um at the moment the one that we're doing or it will be finished by the time this episode is live but it is uh, the energy of attraction uh, they're always a different topic or a different theme and they're just they're wonderful awesome yeah, yeah. Uh, has a beautiful lead in from oprah at the start and then deepak goes into depth about what it is that you're working on and then just some lovely meditation time at the end of it um so highly re- recommend that uh, for anybody who's whether you're new to meditation or you've been yeah. doing it for a long time Doesn't it's matter. yeah it's, it's a great, a great one. one to start with because deepak's voice is so beautiful yeah. oh. it just chills you out so much oh, doesn't it yeah. yeah it's great we did actually share the link to that on our facebook page yeah probably about a month ago now mm-hmm. so um but you can google it and it'll pop up yeah 
which is a great one. I know I actually listen to it when I walk sometimes, and mm. then I just stop and mm. sit maybe for the little eight-minute meditation that's at the end of it. Yeah. So you don't have to kind of find a meditation cave. For the to whole do 20 it. minutes, no. Yeah, exactly. So it's mm-hmm. a really good one. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I was going to mention was um, a magazine that I subscribe to, and as a um, lover of anything to do with stationery, I could subscribe to a million magazines, but this one um, is called Breathe, and... Um, it just touches on things like creativity, mindfulness, slowing down. And, and when it comes in the mail for me, um, I think it's once a month, I'm pretty sure, um, I just try and really dedicate my time to, to you know, reading that because it's my it's mm. my me time. And, um, and particularly at night because it's easy to get back on the computer or yeah. your phone or work stuff or whatever. So this magazine takes me away from that, but it still kind of um, feeds me up my like yearning to learn and be creative and, and mm. mindful and it gives lots of tips so i'll put the links to the show notes for that magazine mm-hmm. okay mine is um i'm loving there's this new sort of like it's a it's a website but it's also an email it's called future woman it's all about how we can help women to move forward which you know i love being a feminist because yeah. <laughs> um, and i think this is just it's a lovely it's really um, great articles, really good journalism, like long in-depth mm. articles that are beautifully mm. written. And, and there's, um, they're going to have, there's sort of like a free one and then they can subscribe to different levels and they're, they're going to have events and everything, which is not so relevant because we're in the country. But um, if you, you know, I'm just doing the base level one where they send you out the emails and it's just lovely. Yeah. It's all about, and you just learn some new things like about the other day there was an article about the woman who's potentially going to run for president who I'd never heard about. Mm. She's um, in her seventies and, in America, there's a big, long article about her history and everything, which was just the awesome. The articles and are beautiful. You shared that with me. I'm yeah. Really, I've really been enjoying it. Yeah. Mm. So just really great stuff about, you know, how we can help women to keep progressing and moving forward, which I love. So, mm. yeah. That's I'm really that. loving the squiz too that you recommended oh, a couple of episodes yes. back. That's really got me finger on the yeah. pulse. And, um, yeah, the squiz is great. Yeah, I really like that. So thanks yeah. for sharing that. Well, thanks for listening to our um, episode seven, all about being busy and, and our experience of that. We hope you've... Uh, you know, maybe you had a little bit of a think about where you're up to and we enjoyed listening to our advice and some tips on uh, what you can do if you're feeling a bit out of control. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening. You guys got anything else to finish off with? Or? No, we'll be back in a fortnight for we will. episode eight. Which we'll be talking about uh, how you can live more slowly yeah, and what you yeah. can do. There's a whole episode in that. There's mm. some beautiful things around living the slow life now and lots of great places to go. So yeah. we'll look forward to, forward to it. Yeah, don't forget to send us all your questions or comments we love hearing from you yep. it's so nice and the reviews have been lovely so thank yeah. you everybody yep. yeah thank you see you soon see you later you've been listening to spreading the good stuff you can subscribe to this podcast over on itunes and follow our facebook and instagram pages at the handle spreading the good stuff for episode show notes visit our website at thesplendidword.com.au.